Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Hello and welcome, welcome, welcome to the Raptors Over Everything podcast. Like and subscribe on YouTube and on the podcast feed. Rate, review, subscribe. It's all very much appreciated. Here to give you the lowdown on what went down between the Raptors and Dallas Mavericks. Uh, the Raptors win 127-116. Key stats from the game. The Raptors outscore the Mavericks 72-40 to in the paint. Their half-court offense executed at a rate of 100 points per 100 half-court plays. And Pascal Siakam records his 14 30 points. 10 rebounds and five assists game the most in Raptors franchise history. He had a terrific game. Let's get down to the details. So defensively for the Raptors, I mean, it comes down to, can you limit the three point shooting of the Dallas Mavericks? Like they are second in three point percentage. They take the most, they're fifth in scoring and their half court offense executes at the second best rate in the NBA. So all those things combined, um, you got to limit the three point shooting. And a lot of that comes down to, Luka Doncic, as we all know, and man, he is, he's incredible. Like uh, I, sometimes I forget how good he is. If you take a little stretch without watching him play NBA games, especially, but uh, man, oh man, uh, he plays at his own pace. He's a high octane creator, um, just straight up like wizardry with the ball and the way he manipulates defenses. He warps defenses with his ball handling. He's always able to back down defenders and it doesn't really matter who it is. He's just able to get it done um, against Damn near anyone. And OG Anobi, he obviously did a great job, but the Raptors, I mean, they're having a hell of a time <laughs> trying to contain Luka Doncic, especially with uh, Dwight Powell. Not that Dwight Powell is this unreal screen assister, but when it comes down to it, Luka, he's just so good at understanding angles. And uh, the Raptors, they were throwing all kinds of different defenses at him. They were doubling on the on ball screens. Um, they were high hedging. They were switching Yaka Pertle onto him. They were high tagging. They were low tagging. And... Uh, Early on, Luca was getting what he wanted, and it just kept on happening over and over and over. Um, even there was a possession where it seemed like, and this was happening a little bit early on in the game, is that the Raptors, it seemed like they weren't clear on how they wanted to approach the pick and roll. And uh, there was a case where it was a very high pick and roll, like Luca's just crossing half court, and there's a high ball screen, and Jakob is doing a, a, a tag, but he's trying to make sure that he doesn't turn the corner, but he's also not sure at the same time, it seems like if... He's just straight up switching on to him. And so it was the most methodical turning of the corner I've ever seen. <laughs> but, uh, hey, I mean, the Raptors, they got it done over the course of the game. And uh, as we've seen in other cases with Luka Doncic, like if you just got to you gotta wear him out, you got to tire him out. And, you know, with the Raptors, they're able to throw so many bodies at him. We saw Pascal Siakam on him. We saw Scotty Barnes on him. We saw uh, Dennis Schroeder get switched on to him a couple times. And all of those players present different kinds of challenges like – Dennis Schroeder is going to get into your, your, your dribble and he's going to make you work and uh, he's going to move his feet. And that's again, taxing the OG. I mean, we'll get to OG in a second, but he just keeps on doing the thing. What an exceptional defender. Um, but overall, I mean, 
Uh, the Mavericks, they shoot 41% from three, and they average 39% on the season and 41 attempts from three. And they have 84 field goals. They put them up, man. And uh, all the players, uh, mostly, I mean, everyone who shot them did a pretty good job. Like Derek Jones, 305. Grant, jo- Grant Williams, 205. Uh, Kyrie was three of seven and Luca was probably the lone player on a high volume that didn't shoot very well. He was two of 10. A lot of those shots were pretty deep and a lot of them were late in the game when they're trying to rally, um, but they weren't going down for him. And uh, after that first quarter where it seemed like the Mavericks, like they were just hitting everything. It was pretty crazy actually. But after that first quarter, second quarter, the group of Chris Boucher, Scotty Barnes, Malachi Flynn, Otto Porter Jr. And Gary Trent Jr. They kind of found a groove and yeah, some of the shots just weren't going in for uh, the Dallas Mavericks, but all those guys, man, they were scrambling. They were zoning up on the weak side, good reads on X outs. And there was a back-to-back possessions, almost back-to-back actually, where Scotty Barnes blocked Kyrie at the rim. And then Chris Boucher, who, was coming off a DNP he had a huge block off ball at the rim he had a a sensational you know first stint with with the team which again we'll get to in a second but you factor all these things together like that's where things really started to pop for the Raptors um, especially offensively too it was that group I mean Chris Boucher and Gary Trent Jr they combined for 13 points in the second quarter and uh, between the second quarter and third quarter the Raptors outscored the Mavericks by 17 points that was pretty huge and there was a stretch a key stretch in that second quarter where uh, a few screen assists helped the Raptors get a few buckets and one of them was off an inbounds play a base on that inbounds play and uh, Scotty Barnes set a great screen for Gary Trent Jr. And he curled around and I forget who the, uh, the big man, the backup big man is for the Mavericks, but anyways, he's in drop. And so it was kind of a, a very easy pass from Malachi Flynn right to the corner, uh, the strong side corner and Gary Trent Jr. hits a three. And then after that, there was another play where um, again, it was Gary Trent Jr. Ending up with a three pointer, three pointer. And it was one of screen assist from Otto Porter Jr. He just like, gave no space towards Kyrie Irving. And then it was into a DHO for Scotty Barnes. And as he's handing the ball to Gary Trent, he sets another bone crushing screen and Gary hit another shot. He had a terrific game. We want to see efficiency from Gary. And I thought his first few shots were eh, a little bit rushed, but then at the same time, he's a gunner, man. Like he comes in and he's ready to shoot. And the same shots that I'm saying he missed, he's also hitting those same shots later on in the game. And there was also a drive where he took uh, Tim Hardaway uh, off a switch right to the rim. Uh, which is really nice around the right hand, uh, right hand side of the the basket. So good stuff from Gary in this game. I mean, when you when you have pop coming off your bench, it's always going to help, right? And uh, Chris Boucher, as I mentioned, uh, he had a very loud ten points, two rebounds, and one block. I mentioned the block already. He had a few uh, tap outs. I think he had more than one. I felt like he had more than one offensive rebound. Anyways, you got uh, foul call another one. But anyways, uh, he comes in, hadn't played. Uh, the previous game and he comes in he hits a three he's feeling good he's uh, pumping his chest he's screaming he loses his gum in the process funny stuff uh but then after that like he had a few plays where he's like attacking closeouts he's attacking off uh, from the corner he's attacking off the wing and he's hitting buckets like i mean geez as i said you get 26 points from gary and chris boucher throughout this game those are great numbers those are so very helpful and just to stick on that that bench unit that was so, uh, so helpful. So Malachi Flynn, let's talk about him for just a quick second. Like he had eight points and two threes. Um, the two threes we'll get to right off the bat here. Uh, he comes up DHO with, with Pascal Siakam. He flares out to the wing and he hits a wing three catch and shoot. 
pretty tough shot. The other one, Malachi relocates while OG Ananobi is driving. OG drives towards the middle, kicks it out, and Malachi hits a shot. Like these are this is good stuff. We want to see him gain his confidence and uh, find a groove. And once again, we're seeing that aggression from him he was talking a little bit of trash with Kyrie Irving I'm not sure in what direction it was going but he was talking to Kyrie Irving at the very least and also he was pressuring the ball handles of a Tim Hardaway Jr and uh, he almost poked the ball away from a couple times this is how Malachi is going to get minutes and he's going to be stable too and I said on the previous video that when Malachi is this in tune with his defense he's picking up full core he's putting applying ball pressure just like a Dennis Schroeder he's pretty good um, he's got uh, he's got at least a, a spot in the rotation, and the Raptors, considering their lack of guard depth, they're going to need that. And now Otto Porter Jr., a quick example because I just keep on saying every time he comes in, impact player, right? So I mentioned the screen assist already. He shot 0 of 3 today, 0 of 2 from, from 3, but it was this play where he subbed in for Yak in the third quarter, and I think it provided more mobility against Luka and those uh, pick and rolls because the Raptors, I mean, throughout the game, they were having issues, as does everyone. But what it was able to do was that because... Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. But it was a bit more laterally mobile than, than Yak. Now he's able to contain Luca a little bit. So now we're getting more of those east-west ripples instead of north-south. And once that's happening, now that's allowing OG Ananobi because he is so good coming around screens. Um, just a bull going through those. Then you're able to double Luca, and now you're just kind of nullifying his abilities. Um, it was those kinds of possessions that happened in the third quarter, and I believe in the third quarter as well. It was around this stretch where the Raptors went on 11-0 run between Pascal and OG hitting buckets alone. These are the little things that Otto Porter Jr. does for you. You play 15 minutes today. He wasn't really required for much more than that. I imagine you'll probably stick around 15 to 20 minutes. Love it. Very good stuff from, from Otto. Let's go to uh, Pascal Siakam. So, obviously, I mean... 15 or 25, 31 points, 12 rebounds, five, five assists. As I said, uh, he was getting on the offensive glass. He had eight baskets off of post-ups. 
Okay, so this is an ongoing trend that I'm kind of seeing over the past few games where Pascal is doing more post-ups and it felt like early on in the season that wasn't kind of the ethos, that wasn't part of the ethos of this uh, Darko Ryokovic offense. But maybe they're having some conversations and maybe they're finding some understanding on how to get the best out, of Pascal, best out of Pascal Siakam and that is to get him on the block and let him do his thing. And in this particular game with Derek Jones Jr., Grant Williams, and uh, I mean, Tim Hart. Hardaway Jr., Pascal, those, all those guys are food for him. And he just kept on going at them over and over and over. He was getting low post position, and he was just getting his buckets, man. Like, it's, it's kind of that simple. We've seen Pascal Siakam do this countless times in the past, and uh, if this, you know, contributes to him kind of finding a groove offensively, I love it. He didn't shoot well from three again, and it's kind of something I'm, I'm watching for because he started the season okay, and now the numbers is like eh, 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 going down. So he's over five from three today, and uh, I just – I hope that that's not the, the case going forward because he seems like he's willing to take them and uh, it'd be really nice if they continue to go in. So that's, that's kind of that on Pascal. He was passing the ball pretty well. Um, a few cases where, you know, in his baskets where the Raptors had a really nice interior passing happening. So it was from like going to OG and then Yak and then Yak would find Pascal for like a short range pass around the basket and or vice versa. Sometimes it was Pascal finding Yak and there was a, a sequence where Pascal is running in transition and he's like driving right towards the basket. He goes straight into a post up and then the Mavericks double him and Yaka, because he's so mobile again, as a, as a big man, as a center, he's running down the court. And he's able to finish with a, a little floater um, at the rim. Good stuff. So I just want to see Pascal Siakam keep on doing this. Um, the Raptors, they look very different when he's scoring the ball as well. This was a game where Scotty Barnes, he didn't have his most impactful offensive game to some degree because he shot 4-15. But you look at a stat line, 14 points, 14 rebounds, 7 assists, 4 steals, 2 blocks, 6 offensive rebounds. The Raptors had 15 re offensive rebounds overall. Uh he had a very impactful game, although it may not have been, you know, in the field goals made category. He was very good today. Um, didn't shoot the ball well from three, but it's little things that he keeps on doing, especially defensively. Um, just so active, so, so tenacious. <clears throat> and uh, the intensity is definitely there. He's, uh, it seems like he's getting a little bit more comfortable um, on, on zoning up the weak side. And especially with his X out reads, like he's making the right decision more often than not, not now. And it, seemed like last season that wasn't always the case um but we were seeing it game by game his attention to details and the focus possession by possession is is definitely there and he is so so imposing when you see him when he's you know when he's dean you up one-on-one -on -one, or if he is like you know closing out on you and also he's pretty creative with when he's deciding to do a flyby closeout and other times he's able to you know just <clears throat> stop short and now he's just guarding you straight up these little things, right? It's just Scotty like kind of engaging that part of his mind possession by possession. And it's so crucial because that's where he is special. He's such a special player. Um, I'm just I'm excited to see what he does, you know, going forward here. Um, let's start with OG and Anobi now. So what's cool about OG and Anobi, and uh this has been common for what from what I've noticed for most players that he takes on, especially with some of the star quality, especially players that are taller than him. He's able to take that initial bump. So like a, Nik a Nikola Jokic, a Joel Embiid, a Luka Doncic, as we saw tonight. Some of those guys, like once they just get that initial bump on you, we see Scotty do this all the time. He did it uh, to, who was it uh, tonight? It was uh, Derek Lively. You know, in the post, he just bumped him and he created space and then he just goes up. Uh, OG can take that. 
with the best of them. And from there, like he's so strong and uh, they were working hard. The Mavericks were to get OG off of Luca and Luca's so good at making those mismatches happen, hunting down the person that he wants to attack. And it was happening a lot. And that's why, you know, uh, the, the game went the way it did. Like they had scored 116 points. They were around their season average or of uh, points per 100 half court place. Um, but OG just kept on working and uh, seeing some of the, the drives pop, especially off ball. He had a couple of really nice ones. Um, and this is coming off of Pascal Siakam passes, passes off of uh, Scotty Barnes. There was one no-look pass that Scotty made to OG in the corner, and he just drove that baseline and dunked it. That was beautiful. I did get a little bit concerned at the end where he was driving towards the basket. He got fouled, but he landed really awkwardly. And you can see the Raptors bench going like, whoa, 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 because they got kind of concerned. And uh, the fall, like that is kind of the fall you see when players do do something to their knee. But thankfully, he was just fine. So another great game from OG Ananobi, man. He just keeps on doing the thing. Um, I love this play where the Raptors ran. Um, it was actually should mention that the Raptors, uh, whether it was Jama, whether it was Darko, they had some great sideline and baseline out of bounds plays today and also out of timeouts. They were executing off of them. And if you recall, uh, at the beginning of training camp, there were a few quotes from Darko that, saying that he felt like all those players are, are, are plays or chances to score the ball. And this was a game where it kind of popped for them. Um, there was a play where OG... Uh, pass the ball to Jakob Pertl, um at the at the nail, and he curled off of Jakob, and then Jakob does a quick little pivot to create a bit of a two-on-one, and then OG went up for a lob and dunked it. Those are all good things. Uh, I just want to see more of that creative play calling. So let's wrap up with Dennis, who had a pretty kind of a quiet 18 points, five rebounds, two steals, one block. Um, it comes down to the same things that I keep on talking about with, with Dennis. He shot seven to 13, one of four from three. When he's able to hit these pull-up pull up mid-range twos, it changes what the Raptors, what their pick-and-roll looks like. Jakob, Jakob didn't score too much off of the pick-and-roll himself, but Dennis is like getting to that spot. He's snaking. He's getting the defender on his back, and he's able to take the, def- the bump from the defender on his back because he is so strong at, at his height regardless. And then he's getting into a floater. Then he's getting into his, his layup package. And the play, it was in the third quarter, I believe, when the Raptors were making a bit of a run. And uh, it like the paint was wide open. And as I meant, I didn't actually mention this earlier, but Derek Lively was not playing. He had a non-COVID illness. A big reason why the paint was so wide open for the Toronto Raptors. Got to say that. 7-1, to 7-1, to 19 years old. He's having a terrific season for the Mavericks. Um, but that was a big reason why the why there was a lot of advantages for the Raptors in this one. And that's why I'm not taking too much stock out of like a game from Pascal Siakam. Like we want to see him put the ball in the hoop, obviously, but there was no secondary rim protection for the the Mavericks. And so Pascal kind of popped, but uh, not that he's not a great player, but you know what I mean? Um, but yeah, there was a play where it was like five outs and then he just goes into a hezzy and you could hear the whole bench go, yeah, because they're all so excited. He goes right in for a layup. Just loving Dennis's game. I'm loving his control, his pace, his game management, as I said. Good stuff. So the Raptors, yes, they win this game 127-116. We'll talk to you later. That was fun. Let's keep on stringing together these good games. All right, we'll talk to you later. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. 
All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware.